Welcome to WP Tonic Roundtable Podcast, where a panel of leading WordPress junkies discusses the latest WordPress and internet stories of the week. Now, on with the show with your moderator, Jonathan Denwood. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Roundtable show every Friday at around 8.30 Pacific Standard Time. This is episode, oh, here's Heather. <laughs> 8,276. Yeah, the, yeah, Good morning, six, Heather. <laughs> Good Lord, we have even numbers today. Yeah, 626. Um, you can watch this live, but only on the WP Tonic Facebook group page. Go and search for it and join us there. All the bonus content of this will also be there. That's where I get very fruity with my language <laughs> and my views. So if you want to see the real outrageous version of this show, join us. Because we're uh, so restrained, naturally. Well, you tell you tell me off when I speak <laughs> my mind. So you can't have it always. I'm going to let the panel, and um, we've got a great special guest, Stephanie Hudson, with us. Um, Stephanie, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the tribe? Hi, guys. I'm Stephanie Hudson. I am a WordPress geek myself. I run an agency called Sweet Team Marketing that does WordPress website builds and branding and things. But mostly I spend my days over at Focus WP, where we help uh, agencies and freelancers to scale and grow their business by providing all of the services that they don't want to do themselves, like development and design and copywriting and those kind of things. Yes. Thanks for that, Stephanie. We got Heather. Heather, would you like to quickly introduce yourself, Heather? Yeah, hi. I am Heather Wild Renzi. I am the digital solutions team at the Difference, digital solutions lead at the Difference. And I've got Sally, my friend Sally. Sally, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, sure. I am Sally Getch, rhymes with Sketch, the WP fangirl and organizer of the East Bay WordPress meetup. That's great. I've got my friend Andrew, uh, and he also helps me. Andy P. And the only Andrew Palmer. Would you like to introduce him? Well, I'm only Andrew Palmer. You can find me on This Is Andrew Palmer, and I'm doing too much at the moment. So you can find all about me on that website. So that's yeah. We have got Spencer Forum, but for some reason he's decided to leave. Oh, he's back again. Uh, Robert, it's like a cat, <laughs> listeners and viewers. Spencer, <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, Spencer Foreman from WP Launchify. And sorry about that. I have a child home with a bad stomach today, so I had to cut uh, Oh dear. Uh oh dear. Oh dear. All right. Um, before we go into the main stories of today's show, I just want to tell you about our great major sponsor, and that's Castos. Castos, if you're looking to get into podcasting for yourself or for clients, you need somewhere to store your audio files, provider RSS feed, and all the other bits and pieces. This is what Castos does. I've been with them for around six months. I've been totally delighted with their service. Their interface is really easy to use. Their support is superb. They're just a cool crowd to work with. I decided to become a major sponsor of the show. Please show your support to them and their great service by going over, having a look at what they've got to offer and buy one of their packages for yourself or for clients. Plus, if you go to WP Tonic Newsletter and join the WP Newsletter, you will find there a special 
offer just for the tribe. It's 50% off for the first six months. And you only find that offer on the WP Tonic newsletter page. It's only offered there. So take it up for yourself or for your clients. So let's go into the first story. Um, Automatic requires, uh, how do you pronounce it? Quantity. Quantity. Founders to work full-time on Gutenberg. What a fight. Oh, dear. They took the money and they are, what a what a way to have to take your money. Um, Stephanie, what did you think of that one? Wow, we're pulling up my name first out of the gate to, to talk about Well, you ladies I, first and you're a guest. That's true. Oh, thank you. I think, uh, I don't know. I thought this article didn't say a whole lot. It said like... Well, it's from the tavern, isn't it? What do you expect? Yeah, it's like, oh, they clarified that (laughs) this doesn't mean it's going to be merged into WordPress. Okay, well, thanks for that. That doesn't mean anything. And then they also said, we're going to do our best to leave the project in a stable, bug-free state. (laughs) Well... I would hope so. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, but like, well, I don't know. It just seemed like it didn't really say anything. So we're gonna we're gonna have this, but we're not really gonna use it. But maybe we're gonna use it, and we're not we're we're not committing to anything. So I don't know. Well, Did you guys read any real words, like real substance in that? Or I, 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 I thought it was written by the great leader directly myself. Yeah. You know, uh, what do you reckon, Sally? Well, um, I mean, it's like, oh, look, another week, another acquisition by Automatic. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, um, you know, it also, like, they were working on a front-end framework. And uh, we know that most of the WordPress team is heavily, you know, PHP-based. And uh, they've made this commitment to Gutenberg, which involves a lot of JavaScript. So what are you going to do? Well, you want some React developers. Uh, and uh, clearly, uh, it was For three years into the project. They realized that. <laughs> well, they may have, they may have realized it before and not not been uh, able to to grab any because you know what most developers out there think of WordPress is like you know they'd run a mile before breakfast to get away, uh, and uh, obviously. Uh, whatever the deal was, it was agreeable uh, uh, to the front of the founders that they uh, switch tracks and work on Gutenberg uh, instead. And they're they're going to, you know, turn Frontity into a sort of open source community project, which means it will probably languish because that happens to a lot of open source community projects. Mm, Uh, I think it's pretty important, might be a bit more important for automatic. What do you reckon, Spencer? Do you think it's going to move forward or like Sally says, it's just going to bounce, flop around? Um. I mean, I have two thoughts about this. First of all, for the the two young guys that are doing this, this is a good move because you're otherwise swimming in a giant blue ocean, maybe without a raft. I mean, really, it's pointless to go at it doing a React framework in the world where you could join up with like what's happening right now because even I have drank the Kool-Aid of what's happening. Um, the second part of this, which ties together with a story we may not be doing today, but I wanted to reference was the conversation about how you could take the entire PHP legacy of WordPress and through an interface, allow that to be translated to front-end React components. There was a very exciting thread on this over at PostStatus, where essentially, imagine the whole, everything that's already there in WordPress on PHP, 
can show up as blocks and even front-end editable blocks without people having to learn React. It's a, it's a great... It's Anything a gr- that will get me out of having to learn React sounds good. <laughs> It's a great, it's a great podcast, Annette. But he won't, he won't come on the show. You've, you won't even answer my emails. Like there we go. You can't please everybody. Who's that rude? The the guy that runs um, Postatus. Uh, um, oh well, I mean that that Corey. Corey, no, Corey not Corey. The other one, David. Oh, but the point is, like it was discussed. They have a group over there, and I think they were talking about it on the the site that this isn't a secret. Um, like Mark Jackwith, who's one of the guys along with Justin Tadlock, who I learned most everything from. He's been around from day one. He put out a tweet. He won't uh, answer. He won't, when, he won't. when he was about 12. Um, yeah, he, he won't answer my emails anymore either. Oh, yeah. But we're not going there this episode. But like the point is that the whole concept of taking the legacy and making it work for the front end solves all this friction. You know what I mean? It's like a Google Translate when you go to Spain, even if you're not good at Spanish, you could just get around and show your phone or it speaks out. And that's the point. Like, get the results done. That will get more people excited about it. You've ended so many relationships for me, Spencer, being on this show. There we go. We're not going to repeat last show, so uh, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. I've got, the, le- I've got the letters. Last show, was, got the last show was like visiting Texas. All right. <laughs> I think I missed that one. Oh, uh, Heather, uh, what did you think of this? Uh, I mean, I'm. I think it's great that they are uh, bringing in another React uh, framework. And I mean, we were talking about this last time. That oh. I mean, they're they say they're not going to be pushing React, but I mean, I think that they're heading that direction. Yeah, I think you're right. What do you reckon, Andrew? I think it's a great thing if they've woken up and smelled the roses, right? They yeah. say, right, we, do, we need some guys that know exactly what they're doing. They've made frontity, you know, it runs TikTok, for God's sake. You know, it's uh, it's obviously a proven um, framework, and these guys are coders of the highest level. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good for Gutenberg, and it's good for... It's good for it's good for WordPress. You know, you've yeah. got some people out there that are mm-hmm. native React speakers. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's a good yeah. thing. They must have been offered a boatload of cash yeah, to dump, dump a project that you that you put your heart and soul into. Mm-hmm. But and I hope it's worth it for them, and I hope it's worth it for us as users because it can only be good if Automatic are investing in yeah. Gutenberg. It can only be a good thing, right? They've they've you know Matt's woken up, smelled those roses, smelled the coffee in Brazil, and gone. Do you know what? <laughs> We got to do something, and we got to do something quick because yeah. we're falling way behind, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. To have it. yeah, I totally agree with you, Angel. I thought that was very insightful, um, and I was really pleased to see it because something needs to be done. Um, hopefully, they can help the automatic team that, in my opinion, are foundering a little bit about getting this to the level which it should be at where this project should be, in my opinion. Hopefully that um, they're going to be able to do that. So on to the next story is the biggest story in tech this week and probably for the next couple of months. It's the trial of the Fermos founder, Elizabeth Holmes. She, um, now we're start- talking. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. I have some things to say about 
you're 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 a regular now, Stephanie. If you can do do voices like um, you're you're only that one. That's my only voice, is Elizabeth. (laughs) I should have worn a black turtleneck. I'm really mad. I I meant to, and I forgot. Yeah, you should have done all the ladies. I should have insisted that you all wore black. Um, Heather, Heather, my beloved Heather. I'm not making any comments like last week. <laughs> so what what did you think? What do you think of this and her the start of her troll? Uh, so this is an interesting one because I mean what she did was obviously wrong, but I mean like conning people out of of money is is like never a good thing. However, um as somebody that's from Silicon Valley, like that's been in that culture for like my entire career, um, I can see it from the perspective of like, she was told her entire career, fake it till you make it, like get the, uh, get the investors on your side. Um, and like, so she's on trial for two things basically, uh, or she's being vilified for two things. One, uh, doing what every founder is being told to do. And two, uh, she's being dragged through the coal or dragged across the coals for being a woman because there's so many men uh, that have done way, way worse uh, recently. I mean, just look at um, WeWork. I mean, that was $20 billion. Uh, and this is. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't medical, and it wasn't um, people with cancer and other conditions given false if, results ever. But, but I mean, if you look at the actual cases, um, I mean, what they were given as false results, it was like they had one. They they weren't told that they didn't have cancer. They were told that they might have cancer, so they had to go and get another test. So it it like I mean it wasn't that they're like for one week before they got a second opinion they had like a mental stress of oh no <laughs> so so I mean like the the press is is dragging her because she's a woman um, way more than if it was a man and anyone like, having deja vu about Martha Stewart yeah I mean that that's the thing like. And it's it's such a unique case. Yes, if, if so, if if you put yourself in the position of like if it was a man that was running this company, would this be as bad of a thing in the media? Yes. I mean, would he be using his regular voice? <laughs> Well, so he would be able to use his regular voice. Yeah, I mean, I've actually coached women. I've done it myself to not like use Mm. a higher pitch. Uh, I mean, my voice is much lower. Uh, I mean, I've trained myself over the years to not use a higher pitch. And it's not like, I mean, I don't go to the extent that she did. But I mean, (laughs) you can't you can't be like bubbly voice. Um. I can see girl. that Stephanie. You Steph, can't talk uh, like a squeaky little girl because no one will take you seriously. Yeah, that's yeah. um, true. Um, I, I do see. I do see where you're coming from, and I think there's elements of truth in what you're saying, Heather. But I also think you're a very, for somebody that's a VC, you're very honest, and you know, on say, cha- cha- saying charitable has weakness. You don't come across as a weak person. 
but I think you try and see the best in people, which you, um, and I think you're you're trying to see the best in her. But no, I don't, oh no, no, I mean, I, I don't think, think there is any best I, in her. I, I, quite no, but that's the thing. Like, I, I I don't think that she herself is a like. I mean, well, I don't know her personally. I no. mean, and I don't think, and 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 that's the thing. Like, I think people are judging her mm. personally. Yeah. And nobody, not, not that many people know her personally. So I don't, how I, be, I don't think she knows but, herself. But, but like, you, you have a visceral reaction to this person because of what the media is, uh, is doing. I, I'm going to leave that to the bonus content because I'm going to be very straightforward <gasps> about what I feel about her. Exactly. Ever. And how do you feel something about a person that you don't know? Um, I I actually think I know her quite well. I have met people like her, um, and uh, I think I know who she is. Well, it's it's totally possible for both things to be true, for the press and and the public to be maligning her harder because she's female, and for her to be completely deserving of of whatever she gets from a a legal standpoint. I've got a strong uh, feeling I've met her a couple of times. Um, Stephanie... Um, what do you, what do you think of this? Oh, I think so many things. I'm actually super excited to hear what Heather just said because, like, I, I'm just like I did not see that coming. I did not see somebody like <laughs> Team Elizabeth in the Theranos story. But I like it because it makes me stop and say, like, wait a minute, am I just a sucker for the media on this? Although honestly, I did read the book and watch the documentary, and I have read some other stuff on it just because it's so salacious and like. Her her whole persona is so fascinating. She is. She's her own, like, movie character with the voice and the turtlenecks and the whole... Like, she's so intentionally ha- has built this persona and this whole thing around herself. And she's so driven. And then there's all this controversy. Uh, like, some of those, uh, the YouTube links that were are in the notes here where it's like people are actually accusing her of having a baby on purpose like there was a news report where someone was like do you think this well, is a I, pregnancy I, I, i'm like uh, okay like how can you say like well yeah, I, I, feel, think it was. I, I feel i feel that she has uh, i i i feel that she i think she's of such a criminality that she has a child to avoid a I longer mean, sentence i'm not I'm not Team Elizabeth, but you can't say that. Come on. The thing oh, that, that gets me I, too I, is honestly, like... The, I honestly believe that, Stephanie. I think we're oh, dealing know. with such a psychopath. That, uh, um, it would be, you know, we are dealing with a level of psychopathic um, disease here that she is capable of doing that, yeah. Stephanie. And what was... Is it? Is she getting this punishment or these, you know, this criminal case and all this stuff, is it because she's a woman or not? Mm. I don't know. I have some, I have some like... I think this definitely is an element of that. I mean, I'm a... You know, Heather I'm is a female correct. business owner. I, I care about all that kind of stuff too. I don't want people to be put down, but I'm also a little anti-feminist at the same time. Like, I think sometimes we use it as an... It's It can be a crutch. It can be an excuse. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, so she shouldn't be prosecuted to the full extent of the law because she's a woman, she should. Is it? Are we doing it in comparison, like to men? No, like what she did is completely criminal. Oh yeah, crazy. but it's like it's not that. Like it's not that Martha Stewart didn't deserve to go to jail. It's that right. she didn't deserve to go to jail more than her male peers who had done the same thing. Yeah. So it's, it's not that we shouldn't put 
yeah. Elizabeth Third, you, you know, Elizabeth yeah. Holmes in jail. Is just that, wanna, what about, uh, why is what's his lips from WeWork still walking around out there? Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> why did I he think, get a payout uh, of like six billion dollars? Yeah. I think there's home. also ladies, I also before Brennan, Spencer, and Andrew, I think there's the bigger about how sh- the bigger story of if you're one of the insiders or you manage to become one of the insiders of Silicon Valley, you know, there seems to be, um, which applies to these other individuals that you've mentioned, um, there seems to be an unlimited supply of cash to you with literally no real oversight. I think that's the bigger how how cronalism and being seen as a member of the... Sorry, what? Sta- cronalism? Cronalism. And being a... for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> uh, I've been outside all my life. Uh, um, uh, um, how do you think I got into WordPress? It, it, it collects... <laughs> outsiders uh um so um you know you're part of the sanford you know elite you you know you're part of the crony the cronyism which is at the core of silicon valley which it doesn't like people to understand um what do you think of that heather uh so on the one hand um like nepotism and cronyism, like people give that a bad rap because if they're on the outside, like if they're not one of the the in crowd, then they're like, oh, that this is this is terrible. But on the other hand, like there's like there there's something to be said about like hiring people and working with people that you already know mm. are like I I I try to always hire people that that. I, I know for sure uh, I can trust. So I'll always like if if I've worked with someone before, then and I know that they'll do the job, then I'm absolutely going to hire them again. And that's cronyism. <laughs> and like I'm going to hire somebody that's recommended by somebody that I trust. And, well, I think I'm, I'm going to invest in someone that yeah. I've already worked with. Yeah, I is, think you're being hard on yourself. I, what I see as that barrier is when you know people are pretty indifferent and poor, but they're in your crony group and you use them because there's still benefits because you're going to get extra gravy by using them. Well, so, I mean, there's always like one or two people in the group that you bring along once. There's always like that person that you bring on vacation and you pay for them once. And then like you drop them. Oh, can I be your friend? I would just <laughs> Heather, have I told you how beautiful you look today? <laughs> I'm no, a no. friend. Can I be a closer friend? No, no. But, but I mean, like, so, or like, you, you pay for their dinner once, and then like, like you realize that they they're not going to give anything back, and and then like they get dropped. So that I mean, that happens, and like in this case, like she's not going to get invested in again. And like within the investor circle, like that's the same thing. Like you invest in somebody and like you trust that they're going to do well, they don't. And then they don't get invested in. Whereas like with, with like companies, you see these investors like Adam Newman, who uh, like we work did work, but not as well as he was expecting, but he's going to get invested in again, because like that wasn't his first company. 
He's been uh, successful. If anybody, before. if anybody invests in anything he's involved in, they he need their they they, they yeah. need their brain examining. You know, he will uh, absolutely get invested in again. Sorry, like, who's this one? We work. Oh, that's the WeWork guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Spencer, what do you, what do you think? Is she being vilified because she's a, a woman totally, or is it there's or only partially, or is you know is it a mixture that she's also a hardcore psychopath at her heart? <laughs> well, okay, so I'm going to be contrarian for once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spencer is uh, never comparable. Give me some runway in this. My take on this, based upon recent events with attacks on women's rights, like this Texas stuff I find intolerable, is that women who are in the position of leadership and being, you know, like uh, pioneers especially when large amounts of money are involved, get treated differently than men. It's just black and white clear, and they get treated unfairly compared to men. If a man did the things that she's doing, like maybe the WeWork guy, although he brought his wife along for the ride and she was probably just as culpable, the fact is that men get passes. They get passes because of political power. They get passes because of insider dealing. They get passes because of the passive aggressive misogynistic way that our world is set up and as a man who's a scorpio and very independent minded i see this even myself as unfair i literally think they will hang her on the proverbial cross whereas if it was a dude he would have just gotten a pass on it and you see that in politics all day long you see that in investor circles all day long politics in particular because i just am blown away. There are some really outrageous female politicians on the Republican side, especially, and there's a few on the Democratic side, but they get away with stuff because their constituents prop them up. Here, she's going to be left on the cross in the desert by herself, and I don't see any way out of it. And the closest example was even how women are treated differently. Remember the whole controversy before COVID where there was the paying for their kids to get in school, and you had the two actors, and you had Lori Laughlin, who was super cute and everybody thought she was awesome, but then she turned out to be, her and her husband, Mosmo, turned out to be kind of like dicks about the way they handled it. Whereas, uh, I forget the other two actors, but she was very contrite. The contrite female got less of a punish, punishment, but still got punished really severely for what she did. Lori Laughlin got put hardcore jail time. And that's what happens in our society. And I, I find it, Unfortunate that we're so far down the road, but yet so backwards with how this is how men control the world. Yeah, okay, I, I see, can I say I, something to that? Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Because I think I've been thinking about this, and it's like, okay, so we're going to take the end result only and talk about how she has an unfair. She's like at a disadvantage. But what unfair, about on the, at the I beginning of everything when she's this? Uh, 19-year-old blonde with big blue eyes and a charismatic yeah. personality. Did you see the board that she yeah. had? It it's crazy. Like, first of all, it's all old white dudes and it's all, um, right. you know, like generals and like huge business. Like a 19-year-old guy? 
even if he was charismatic, would he have had those advantages? I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not trying to be controversial with this. It just made me think that's why you're here. There there was a recent episode of of Techish where they talk about pretty privilege, and it is a thing. It is a point. If you look at the whole game, we try to pretend that we're all beyond sexuality and and things that are involved with male versus female, but we're not because you can be a very pretty 19-year-old girl who is a lying, cheating, conniving, whatever, and get away with murder. But when you're going to be punished, you're going to be punished like somebody with no power. If you are a young, conniving guy, you have to find maybe an old lady with billions of dollars to give you the money, or you have to lie in a different way. But when you get punished, if you have the right connections, the punishment is going to be different than if you were a female, because everybody is going to be like, whoa, Elizabeth, can't touch you. You're nuclear now. But apparently the WeWork guy has enough dirt and all the Republican characters who've been indicted apparently have enough thing. And so it doesn't matter at the end how you started, but I agree it's all part of the same game. And it's Um, beware of it. And it's just, it's stupid, but that's how it is. Like we're pretending it doesn't exist. If you're okay with it, Andrew, I want to go for the break. Or or do you have something that you need urgently to say before we go? Not really, but I mean, you know, even the big investors and the big people with money, DeVos and Walmart and everybody like that, they fell for it. So she had a good sales spiel. Mm. And um, if I'd met her before this, I'd, be wanting to employ her as a salesperson because yeah, she sure. obviously has what it takes. I'm just going to say to the audience, I do take where where um, Spencer is going with this and there's an ele- element of truth. I do accept from Heather and Spencer there is an element of truth here, but where I really disagree with both of them, audience, is that we're dealing with a real special individual here. We're really dealing with a piece of work here. Um, we're dealing with a black widow at her heart. Uh, um, she is a real monster. Um, um, but that's my opinion. Uh, um, but I kept it, I kept my language clean, didn't I ever? Uh, um, we're well, nobody, go- hang on. nobody mentions Ramesh Balwani. Who was well, her chief executive well she's, she plans to throw and him. And he's on trial at the same time. She plans, Andrew, to throw him under the bus that somehow emotionally he was controlling her. <laughs> right. uh, uh, you've got to be uh-huh. joking, aren't you? <laughs> uh, you've really got to be joking, Elizabeth. You, you think this, lo- this pole of crap which your defence team are going to come out is going to go down with the um, with the trial, um, uh, I've forgotten the thing, but um, I, I think you're deluding yourself, Elizabeth. I think your day of reckling is rapidly coming your way, dear, and you richly deserve it. Um, but that's my opinion. Um, we are... Um, you're proven oh, guilty, right. <laughs> right, yeah, well, she, um, she's... Missed a lot of people around. Um, um, We're going for our break. We'll be coming back, folks. Launch Flows turns your WooCommerce website into a selling machine. We make it easy to create gorgeous sales funnels, no friction checkouts, order bumps, upsells, downsells, and much more. Gain full control over your buyer's journey from the top of your WooCommerce sales funnel all the way to the bottom. Best of all, you can use your favorite page builder 
such as Elementor, Divi, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, or one of the high-converting templates we've included inside. Get rid of the clunky WooCommerce shop pages and checkout process in favor of an optimized buyer flow that instantly increases conversions and makes you more money. LaunchFlows provides one-click order bumps that increase the total value of every sale with a 10 to 30% conversion rate. This is perfect for anyone offering complimentary products, training, or extended warranties. With unlimited upsells and downsells, your buyer's journey doesn't need to end at the checkout. Instead, we make it easy to display a series of additional offers as part of the original transaction. This is perfect for one-time offers, related products, mastermind class offers, high-ticket software sales, or subscription supplements. Not an expert? Don't worry. We've got the training and the consultation you need. WP Launchify will teach you how to get the most out of launch flows with personal consultation on WordPress, WooCommerce, marketing automation, and much more. If you want to earn more money with your WooCommerce online business, you owe it to yourself to try launch flows today. We're coming back. We've had a great discussion, a discussion which I think audience, you would agree that this you would only hear here. Uh, um, before, um, you just listened to uh, Advert for Launch Flows. Spence and Launch Flows have been really great supporters of the show. They've also done a special offer on Launch Flow, their lifetime license. It's just an amazing offer. Um, you can only get that if you go to WP Tonic Newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter on that page you'll see the special offer that's only available to the tribe. And thank you, Spencer and LaunchFlow, for showing your support for the show. So on to the next story. Um, Less controversial than the previous one, I would say, but Gutenberg contribution gets organised to make more book-based navigation God, these tavern titles, they're so exciting, aren't they? (laughs) Stephanie, what do you think of this one, Stephanie? Well, at least you can't accuse them of clickbait. No, you you (laughs) certainly can't do that, can you? Uh, I mean, I think progress is good. I think this is all good. I mean, I don't know. I'm not really a Goot user at this point. Aren't you? uh, You're you're admitting you're not a Gutenberg user. But I'm not anti I'm uh I'm more into delegating these days, so I'm all for it. But um, I'm not digging into so it. Someone at else the to use. You're 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 yeah, Heather's anti. Oh, she's anti. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, she, I don't think it's there yet. I don't think it's ready either fully. I mean, I think you could do stuff with it for sure. But like, that's not going to be my main tool. And I well, Spencer's had. Spencer's had a, a, a Guggenberg experience on the road to Damas- Damascus, Stephen. I, 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 I agree with every. I agree with everything everybody's saying. I'm saying I have now crossed the the parallel. I have one foot in North and one foot in South Korea, so to speak, because it has reached the capability of doing things that mean I know where I'm going with this instead of you know pretending it's never going to get there. But I agree, it's. Not by itself ready for prime time. Oh, well. well what somebody needs uh, to do you're is... Confused, um, you're confusing me now, Spencer. You're no, no, I said consistently. Like, if you, if you want to succeed... Hold on. If you want to succeed in WordPress, okay, 
we have never in the 16 years I've been here been in a more exciting time than now. But what we've seen from the three previous tectonic plate shifts is that if you commit yourself to one thing and ignore what's happening, you will be left in the cold. Like yeah. I e the customizer. Hello. Yeah. So if you see where this is going, Gutenberg has crossed the point where I see it, it will survive and it will thrive. It's getting there with help today. I'm saying set your, your course for that island where it's heading to and be there when it arrives because otherwise you're going to be left out in the cold like you were before. All those custom themes, bye-bye. All those customizers and mini page builders are going to have trouble. Elementor and Divi will Divi, survive. But Divi, this hope Divi disappears. But what you really need is someone to develop a page builder to Gutenberg converter. Exactly. That's that translation thing that Mark Jackwith was talking about. Maybe Andrew Palmer knows some Only. guys. I think it's coming. I think uh, I know it's coming because we are developing it. So, <laughs> is there, how many bloody feeds are you got? Your that, that, that's kind of a I told Matt, Matt Mellenweg. I have the receipts. I told Matt Mellenweg at WCU Berlin that I was going to be developing a page builder to Gutenberg converter, and we have already successfully beated a particular page builder to Gutenberg blocks. And it That's be beta in the United States, by the way. It will be a beta. A beta it will beta be for those who speak American. It will be launched before What year was that? Uh, I don't know, Berlin a couple of years ago. Yeah, Matt said a few things to me, but I can't repeat them on this show. So. No, I told him I was talking to him. He wasn't talking to me. He said, no, he said a few things to me, but I won't repeat them on this show. If anyone of you wants to be a beta uh, chef, um, give me a shout. Um, but that is that is the thing. that Andrew's idea is, is going to be a very popular idea, and many people will do it. But essentially, you need a translation device from what we've got to where we got to go, because... React, I'm getting used to, but nobody needs to learn to code in React. And React is still debatably evolving for what they needed to do as well. So why bother? In the meantime, if you make it seamless, take all the junk you got and make all the PHP stuff you want and make it spit out on the front end and everybody's happy. Use now, what you want. Now, Heather, now this is your therapy session, Heather. Can, you know, what is it? Why do you despise Gutenberg so much, Heather? Come on, it's time. It's time to talk about your childhood and <laughs> why, you know, why this is, you know. Go lay down on that couch behind towards, you. Towards no, your, you know, your feelings towards Gutenberg, Heather. Just every time I, like, one of my team tries to update something in Gutenberg, every time I, I go back to the page, it says, this block has been corrupted. Please click to uncorrupt block. And I'm like, what, what did you do this time? <laughs> so, like, please don't use it. So we always have to revert whatever changes they did and figure out, like, uh, yeah, so it's, it's just Gutenberg, no. No, you're not having it. Well, you got, you know, Sally, the the... The archangel of Gutenberg, Miss Gutenberg herself, Sally. So, uh, well, you, you know, you, I, I have not already gotten on the uh, uh, on the page builder bandwagon, and uh, I started using Gutenberg in 2017. 
uh, because we did some uh, beta testing for them or, you know, beta testing if you're Andrew. And, um, uh, you know, and I started, yes, I I started uh, (laughs) using uh, uh, Gutenberg, uh, you know, building all all Gutenberg all the time in in 2018 Uh, because, you know, it's like... uh, Spencer says, even if I hadn't liked it, and I do, although, uh, as with many things about technology, uh, that doesn't mean I never tear my hair out over it, because that's what technology is like. Um, that's why we love uh, it. Uh, yes, if I, if, even if I didn't like it, uh, it, it would make sense to uh, jump on that bandwagon early uh, and have time to prepare, because I don't tend to learn things instantaneously. No, what? I don't as a dyslexic, you know, but I, I've learned it. Um, I, I have to spend more time learning something, but I tend to learn it much more deeper than the average person. It's most peculiar, really. You would think being able to learn something easy, but you tend to get blasé about it, where you, if you have to concentrate a lot more, you've invested. If you have to work hard on something, you remember it. Yes, there we go. There we are. Listen, well, I built a site the other day, a Gutenberg site for me because I'm selling a domain, and I built it, and it was just it was a five page website, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. In in Gutenberg, using the cadence fit thing. You built a five page site just to sell a domain? Yeah, of course. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> out of the box on the cheapest hosting in the UK, it was oh Jesus, oh God, Let him speak, John. He, he's well, bringing this to the valid agree with what everybody. you're saying. Like Divi is great and Gutenberg is great. He just interrupts you. I've been quite look, Spencer. I've been quite good for. Me. I'm saying. You're interrupting on the point that's more relevant than you slamming on some woman. And I'm saying Gutenberg is a big thing for everybody listening. <laughs> you, to you, think I, you think I'm slamming on a woman? Wait you till keep, the you keep saying <laughs> all these things where you say about like what you think about somebody personally, but Andrew's got a good point. Is Everybody's that, got a point here, which is Gutenberg is relevant to anybody in WordPress as much or more so than Theranos or anybody else. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> and, and, well, you if you think I'm slamming on Elizabeth during this podcast, you wait till the bonus content. <laughs> you ain't seen anything yet. Uh, um, so um, you need to, you know, your ears are going to burn. Nathan, R- Nathan Wrigley never interrupts his guests. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. It's just the charm of the show, um, Spencer. You, you've been on here 100 episodes. Someday you, you'll understand how this show works. Uh, um, so uh, um, there we go. Uh, well, some of us have to be slow learners, don't we? Uh, um, so on to the next uh, next story. Um, online trolls actually are just assholes all the time. <laughs> I think you found this one, Spencer, didn't you? What did you no, like? This is Sally. Oh, this oh is maybe, Sally? maybe I did. I don't know. Yeah. Is it Sally or uh, well, me? I know. I know. I found it. Doesn't mean oh, you, you hadn't it. seen it. Seen it. Uh, uh, separately. But yeah, the Gizmodo headline was was just lovely. They're, they're actually just assholes all the time. I mean, it's, it's, true. Is, it's true. It is an interesting, um, you know, there was a more a, a, a study with a more serious title than that they're basing this on that said, well, you know, they did some research about people who are, uh, you know, habitually trolls online. And guess what? They're jerks in person, too, because <laughs> there, there's a, uh, you know, there's kind of a long 
tradition or theory. Oh, yes, Stephanie, this is my cat. Oh, uh, my fingers have gone up. Five uh, times, Stephanie. We get the cat from the show. Uh, my uh, baby fingers increase enormously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares what the fuck we say It's the real reason he invites me on is because of the cat. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, uh, anyway, that you know, there are people who've theorized. Oh, you know, the internet, and especially in the early days of the internet, the uh, alleged anonymity that you had, it really encourages people to behave in ways they wouldn't behave in person. And I think to some degree this is true, but it's like, it's kind of like alcohol this way. It doesn't like create something that isn't there. It amplifies the things that are there. So if you are basically an an angry person, then you become a belligerent drunk. Uh, and if you are basically an angry person, uh, yeah, you know, you can really uh, uh, get off on blasting people online. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I think that is uh, worth keeping in mind and probably for the people who conducted the study, worth them, you know, studying further and, and elaborating on. So, because- Stephanie, as a woman, have you had to deal with some really nasty trolls? Being that you're in the public eye, you're quite active on the internet. Have you actually had to deal with some real psycho trolls? Nothing but fans here. Nothing but love. No. No, just love. You just... No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I, I really haven't. I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, nobody, I see. Nobody, nobody said they want to piss on your shoes. <laughs> well, I've had some French some trolls. Some people are into that, me. you know. You know, I've had some. Uh, I I'd appeared where I had a group of French people that just seemed to dislike me. Um, they were very active. They disliked other people as well online, but they followed me everywhere. Stephanie commenting in broken English and French <laughs> about me being a fucking arsehole. You know, so there we go. You know, uh, um, how yeah. true they were, though, weren't they? Uh, um, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I've been thinking about this actually. Other than this, oh, Andrew. No, you go. You're channel? talking. You're talking. Okay. The uh, like I I've, I've been trying to grow my little Facebook group. It, oh. It's small and it's it's a lovely little place. It's a it's we only have 500 people oh. and it's just such a nice size. I know, right? You go. Oh, it's oh. but it's it's a nice place. I have no moderation to do. I don't have to admin people. I don't have to kick people out. Like the everybody Facebook is nice. The and WP I have compared this. Facebook group isn't a nice place, but we don't mean How it many people do you have? Well, we've only got How about a couple hundred now, but it is growing. Oh. Especially when I'm outrageous so, on this show. It increases quite right, then people. But, uh, like, when I go to some of these other Facebook groups that I'm in, and there, there's one in particular, and I won't mention it, but it was... What's so funny? Oh, Spencer's wetting himself. He can't believe oh. what comes out of my mouth. He just oh. can't believe it. Um, you wait till the, the bonus uh, content. You're you're going to be more than freaked out, Spencer. Go on. The um, this, there's other groups that I'm in that started small, and they were also nice places. And then as soon as they hit into like the four digits, they get to a few thousand, and it just changes. And so it makes me wonder, like, did to, to just do the do the a-holes just join later? I don't think so. Like, I think there is an element of anonymity still, even when it's, even with your name on things, that it still is a matter of like, that you can just, 
people feel like they can just get away with saying more things. And it used to be like when you look back, remember when YouTube didn't have you didn't have to have like your it was all anonymous co- comments and things like that. Or was that what it was? And it was like they had they started requiring you to have like an account because that made people behave at least a little bit better. I don't know. But I do think like there is some underlying thing, but I also think it's a little bit like most people don't like confrontation. Like if you bump into somebody in public, they're they're just not going to flip out on you the same way that they are. Well, it's a man. Like a Karen, you, a you know, but like the, the people who flip out on you in real life are also going to flip out on you online. So that yeah, element a, of this story is yeah, true, a, but I don't think that it's just across the board. And especially like, I don't know. Did you guys catch this about the study? It said um, there were remarkably high correlations between self-reports of online and offline political hostility. So that's how they did this study. They asked people, (laughs) hey, are you mean in real life? Well, they must have had a bullet face though in America. If they're asking Americans. They probably asked them in a... In a somewhat uh, a different way. If you write a good survey, Even you so. ask the same question several different ways. But yes, yeah, self-reported data always had, needs yeah. to be cross-checked. I, had, I got to tell the panel, and, and Andrew will probably nod to this, I had to learn the hard way. In Britain, I had friends that were that were very conservative, and I used we used to like a good argument in the pub, a good... But in America, I had to learn the hard way. People do not like you disagree with them in America. They get, they, 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 they get rather violent or threaten you with violence rather quickly if you bring up certain <laughs> subjects, especially in northern Nevada. There, there's a substantial especially range. Especially northern Nevada. There's That's a, where there, he lives. Uh, there's, a, there's a substantial <laughs> rabid Republican e- element here that seems to eat everything and everybody. Uh, um, uh, their list of hatreds of, of terror. about that northern like, Nevada. Yeah, That's why I've never an, been there. Endless list of people they don't like. It seems to be the thing that links them together, the people that, that they dislike so much, which is endless. Uh, Back to the article. Well, yeah, I do want to comment because the car, I mean, one of the things about what that we do is we discuss the articles and we, I mean, last week we discussed uh, some of the comments, but basically this guy says, so basically people are dicks online just as much offline, but online their dickishness is much more permanent and allows people to encounter it hours and even days afterwards. And that's the key is that if somebody abuses you down the pub, you walk away, right? Or on the golf course, you walk away. But when it, it's, you know, and there you are talk about yourself. Very, it depends on how oh, much they abuse me. They abuse me. They have more immediate response if they well, really, yeah. uh, Oh, so, Jonathan, a, they respond to you I'm in a, a way where you child. can't walk afterwards. Is that what you're saying? Is, some of these, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, is some of these Facebook groups that Stephanie is talking about, and I'm a member of them as well, the toxicity level is outrageous. It's just outrageous. You know, people are so toxic to each other. If you ask a a simple question, you get lambasted. You know, what are you doing in here? You know, these these page builders are asking people, are saying to people, you don't need to be a developer. You don't need to be a coder. So when somebody asks what a a coder or a developer would say is a dumb question, the developers and coders run straight at them and punch them in the face. I mean, it's just... It's unbelievable. So the, the the moderation of them, the admin of them and everything is not particularly good because there's 
let's say there's 63 or 64,000 in this one group. It's hard to moderate a group. I missed, yeah, but Andrew, I missed the old days of the tavern. It was all, it was so, it was even the comments on the tavern in the old days. They made Reddit look charming. I've never known an area so. The comments used to make me kind of cry. I'm scared to put anything on there because the comments were so I've never known, but I do miss it in a way. The comments used to be more entertaining than the articles, but it's too civilized now. But I suppose that's my taste. Well, we we're gonna go. We've got a couple more stories, but we're gonna go through those in bonus content, listeners and viewers. We're going to try and keep this to the hour because Heather's got much better things to do. Um, <laughs> obviously, the panel, like any of the panel, they want to keep want to keep. I expect Andrew to stay on, but hopefully, the rest of the panel can stay on for a little while for the bonus content. And I will, we will go through these stories, and then I'll make my feelings about the great Elizabeth very, very, very clear to the listeners and viewers. Uh, I don't think we're exactly clear. in suspense. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I might have to go early. <laughs> no, you're not, mate. You're you're in this with me. So, uh, um, you, Andrew, you stick So you got you can't disappear, Andrew. Uh, um, so oh, he's saying fuck off there. <laughs> he's fucked. Um, we're gonna go into our recommendations of, of the week. My one is if you're looking to run something on Digital Ocean and all Vulture and all the rest of them, but you're not a PHP or Linux wizard, um, look at RunCloud. We've been using it on some of my internal projects. Um, It's a a great interface and a great service for DigitalOcean and some of these other cloud-based server networks. Spencer, have you got anything? And Andrew, you know, do your job, Andrew. Make sure all the recommendations are in the Slack in a, a neat format for us, Andrew, please. Uh, he's fine. He's fine. Uh, Spencer, have you got a rec- rep- <laughs> recommendation? I mean, Jeeves, would you do that for me? <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend, in light of our conversation, something that is. Similarly, in the between world between PHP and Gutenberg, which is uh, Lazy Blocks, it's a custom blocks constructor. But what it lets you do is very quickly with the WYSIWYG interface create on your website a front end block by just pasting in any good old PHP. And I played around with it, and in about three minutes, I was able to create some clever stuff, including most importantly taking the PHP stuff and putting WYSIWYG controls into it. So, for example, things like type in your name, drag the color selector, you know, up and down, all the kind of controls that would be hard to build in and that I've had to do, in my case, like with other page builders, you can just make into ready-to-go blocks even with no coding. The downside at the moment is that obviously you need the blocks, the lazy blocks plugin to stay in place as the translator tool, but who cares? It's like ACF does that kind of stuff, you know, which is also yeah. very popular. I mean, they can let Heather go next because she probably needs to go pretty soon. So, Heather, if you got, and please place it in the Slack channel for Andrew, Heather. Have you got a recommendation, Heather? Uh, yes. So, one of the things that uh, is a big problem for a lot of people is your mailing lists going stale. And uh, this can cause. Um, <laughs> 
deliverability issues. So um, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to Drop Contact, um, which is a French company that uh, is the best one I've seen. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um, you, Debbie, French people, yeah, the great yeah. leader. You keep mentioning that these things that get my blood supply going. I know, um, but I yeah. mean, it is a, it is the best one I've seen for cleaning your lists. So, uh, and you can integrate it with WordPress uh, as an API. So, like, as soon as people upload, uh, it'll enrich your your list and make sure it keeps clean. So, oh, drop great. contact. Oh, Spencer, put in your background, put the picture of the great leader. Let's get my blood supply. I don't have it on this show. I don't oh, know. Oh, dear. That's a shame. Sorry. You normally, about that. You normally Spencer, puts can it. You put your link in, please, into the chat. Yes. Yeah, do. Yeah, put the link into Slack, will you, Spencer? For God's no sake. Way. Into Slack. No, yeah, not into Slack. Into Slack, into chat. So that <laughs> I can. Oh, into <laughs> chat. Where do you want it? Where do you. I, put, it chat. In, put it into in chat. chat. Oh, I put it into the WP Tonic Slack channel. I can put it yeah. in. Yeah. Put it into, we'll do whatever you require. I'll put okay. it all in one list. No worries. All right, all right. yeah, that's great. Um, Stephanie, have you got a recommendation that you want to share with us? Uh, can I go last? Yes, of course you can. You're not the, you're not the last <laughs> lady, that, ever, not the last lady that has ever said that to me. Uh, um, um, Sally, <laughs> Sally, uh, um, <laughs> Sally, Sally, I'm sorry. Oh, ever. Oh, God, I'm in the bad books of ever there. Oh, you got that bad. Just very I didn't mean it, Ev. I'm sorry. Um, Sally, he just came <laughs> Take a deep breath, Jonathan. Oh, Sally. Uh, uh, so I was listening to the um, Delicious Brains podcast yesterday, and they were talking about... Uh, Project management or or time management kinds of tools, uh, and this is one they mentioned. I had not heard of it. I haven't tried it, so recommend is probably too strong. But something you may wish to check out if you work with remote teams across time zones. It's called Stand Uply, and it's basically asynchronous stand up meetings uh, that integrates with Slack or Teams um, to help uh, provide the you know. Heads up, here's what you need to know to people, you know, at the beginning of their mornings uh, and not, uh, you know, as, you know, uh, it's well into the evening for Andrew, for instance, uh, right now. uh, And it's uh, the first thing in in my day because it's 9.26 a.m. So, you know, it wouldn't be too much good, uh, Andrew, getting the, uh, you know, the the stand-up info uh, at six in the evening, is he's about to knock off uh, instead of at nine in the morning when he gets up. Yeah, but Sally, we're web people. We never knock off. That's we never sleep. Never sleep. Well, yes, Most I know. I, I, if you're self-employed, you never stop working anyway. So no, you uh, never yeah. stop working anyway. Andrew, um, what's your recommendation, Andrew? Well, I've been working a lot with Cadence this week. I've said it's an amazing. It's taken me a long time to get into Cadence WP. But I decided to bite the bullet because Spencer and I have been having a conversation about Gutenberg. And, of course, I'm working on a a page builder to Gutenberg converter, which is working. So that's great. Launching at the end of the month. Yippee. Um, And um, I decided to build a website with with Gutenberg. And it was a piece of cake. It was a piece of cake. Especially with Cadence and Cadence Blocks. And I'm not pimping them out because Astro is just updated too. But... 
the themes that are integrating with native blocks mean that all those controls that I've been using Editor Plus are now at the theme level, which just takes away all of the friction. And you, yep. it's just, you got to try it because it's not it. what it was a week ago. Oh, but it's not doing it the WordPress way, Spencer. You shouldn't have those controls in the that's theme. Why, that's why we can make the WordPress way our way. Because we run the factory that makes and the stuff. And that's what makes you so that, and that's what those kind of statements, Spencer, make you so popular. That's the way it's been since day one in 2006. That, we state, make the stuff. It's those statements. We, the people. You'll do all right. I know what you're doing. I know far um, more perfect WordPress. Yeah, off you go. Um, Stephanie, what's your recommendation there, my dear? I, I figured it out. Uh, I've got a shout out to this app called uh, Camo, which I'm using right now because uh, <clears throat> I've been having terrible computer problems for the past couple of weeks. Ever since I updated my MacBook Pro to um, to Big Sur, it just oh, yeah. like it tanked. All my apps, something must have hung or not gone right because all my apps chew my CPU, <clears throat> and so for video, I could it was unusable. Like I couldn't get on video with anything except my bare bones. Um, like built-in FaceTime camera. Bye, Heather. And um, I couldn't. And it. And it. But it's like it's such terrible quality. You can't control the lighting or the blur or anything like that. And and I've I've ordered a new Mac Mini to cut, but you got to wait for it. You know, I got. I'm like, come on, I want it. In, I want it today. But I've well, got you're to American. You so, want it. To, you want it yesterday, don't you? Exactly. Come on, yeah. Amazon has raised me right. So. The so anyhow, I was sort of panicking last night because I'm like, oh my gosh, I agreed to go on a video podcast and I don't have like working video right now. No, it's and, a slight uh, problem, isn't it? My friend Jen Weed said, try this. Uh, uh, we got on a Zoom and she looked fantastic. And I said, what are you using? She said, it's my iPhone. So this is actually my iPhone up here mounted. Wow. And I've got this software called Camo because it uses the, you know, I got the iPhone 12. It's got this amazing camera. It's uh, 4K and everything. So it's like you can use the, Best camera in your house until I get my mirrorless DSLR. But uh, anyway, so that was a really useful tool. And I think probably could be used for a lot of people because instead of going, the webcams that you buy, you can't get very good quality. And it's such a weird disparity. You can buy like a sub $200 webcam or a 2000 plus SLR. And it's like, those are your options. So this is like, I've already got this here and it costs 40 bucks for the year for the software. So anyway, that's mine. That's great. And it works. And Andrew, what's your recommendation? I've said KDWP. Oh, I've, you, you did. Sorry, my apologies. Um, yes, you, oh, I'm getting to that. As Jonathan just blotted it out. <laughs> yeah, I did. Bad things I want to blot out when I get to my age, Shirley. Uh, um, so, um, panel, before we go on to our bonus content for the podcast, how's the best way for people to find out more about you? And we start with Stephanie. How can people find out more about you and your words of wisdom, Stephanie? You can uh, come hang out in my Facebook group. It's called Focus on Your Biz. Um, you can check out my website, focuswp.co. And I am on the weekly <clears throat> Divi Chat podcast. Divi Chat. No, that's Divi Chat. I know it's a bad word in here, but hey, we're we're friendly to builders of all shapes. Oh, I'm about it. I'm about to, I love Divi. It's kept me. <laughs> it's kept me fed and. You know, looked after for quite a while. I love it. Uh, um, Spencer. We can still be friends if you don't. I don't mind. Yeah. Spencer, Spencer, 
how can people find out more about you and your words of wisdom? Uh, WPLaunchify.com. And Andrew, how can people find out more about you and your words of wisdom? At Arnie Palmer on Twitter. And this is AndrewPalmer.com. And Sandy, how can people find out more about you and your words of wisdom? Uh, if you can spell my name, you can find me. Uh, demonstrated <laughs> by uh, uh, someone who phoned me yesterday while I was driving home from the car dealership because he had seen my name in the credits on the uh, missing man WordPress, the missing manual book. Oh, well, there we go. It's amazing how they find you, isn't it? Um, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show, but if you really want the juicy stuff, you want more of my unbranded faults about the great Elizabeth, join us on the bonus content. Wait, which there, you can only, wait there's bonus content? Yeah. There's bonus you should have mentioned content. this earlier, John. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's, bon- <laughs> there's bonus content, which you'll be able to only watch on the WP Tonic Facebook group page and you'll be able to leave comments. And if you watch us live on that page, you'll be able to comment during the show and I'll read out the comments during the bonus content. So please join us on that Facebook group page and join us for the bonus content of the show. We'll be back next week with a great panel and a great discussion. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week.